This podcast is produced by Unedited. Hello and welcome to episode 191 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a life coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you find more clarity and happiness in life. And on this week's In Focus session, we will be discussing the self-improvement paradox. But before we jump in, I'm super excited to announce that my book, The Search for Clarity, is out now. And this book shares my experiences and biggest learnings of going through living in a negative headspace to now living from a place of clarity and happiness and how you can do the same too. And if you want to get hold of a copy, simply head to thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash clarity and you can also get more information there. And as a one-off, because I'm nearly sold out of all of the first run, uh, the first print run of the book, I'm offering an exclusive 20% off to all listeners of the podcast. So simply go to the website link that's also in the description of this episode and type podcast 20 in the checkout. So on this week's In Focus session, I wanted to discuss with you the self-improvement paradox. And this was kind of sparked by an article that I read earlier in the week, which I will share in the show notes below. And it's basically about this idea that self-improvement can actually fail you. And it kind of got me thinking because it kind of relates a bit to my own journey. And what I realized is that when you're constantly striving to better yourself and improve yourself, it can actually have an effect on your mental health. And what I mean by that is we, and don't get me wrong, I'm still a big advocate of self-improvement, but it's shifting that focus to what's happening on the inside and learning to get comfortable with yourself. Because what happens is, is we, we chase this idea of self-improvement and really pushing ourselves and the successes and accomplishments that we we get through that only really kind of succeed in distracting ourselves from ourselves and they become short-term successes. And what we're not actually doing is facing up to ourselves. So going on this path of self-improvement, although it can be very fruitful and it can have you feeling amazing, what I found in my own life is that I got to a point where I was like, now what? I've, I've kind of doing all of these things but and I feel great, but I was still seeing quite big areas in my life where I didn't have the level of happiness or joy and clarity or whatever that I really thought I was going to have. And self-improvement is really, when you go on that path of pushing yourself all the time to really try and grow and improve, it can really be a way, instead of kind of facing up to yourself, it can be a way to run away from actually what's really going on with you. And this is why I talk a lot about acceptance. And especially in my book, I talk a lot about self-acceptance. I talk a lot about self-love and I've done quite a few podcast episodes where I've mentioned it recently because I believe that that shift between self-improvement and also the difference between that and looking at yourself and looking for, you know, self-acceptance and self-love is the journey that we should be going on when it comes to self-improvement. Because I feel that the biggest problem we have is unworthiness. And what I mean by that is like a lack of self-worth, feeling like we aren't enough. And when you actually look at what self-awareness and self-love and self-acceptance is about, it's actually about learning to love yourself for the way you are and understanding that how you are is already perfect. And understanding that you don't have to try and be this better version of yourself you can actually just be who you are right now. And that's more than fine. And the more you can learn to accept yourself for who you are right now, including all of your flaws, including the times when you're disgusted with yourself, including the times when you have to pick yourself up and really G yourself up. If you can really accept yourself and love yourself in those moments, 
then the rest of it is going to be as great as that. Because if you can really love yourself in those low moments, the high moments are going to seem even better. And I find that, you know, in this day and age, we, we hear a lot about self-improvement and obviously there's a lot of talk about mental health, which I completely agree with. But when it comes to this self-improvement industry, this self-improvement, you know, cycle, actually the most radical thing you can do for yourself is learning about self-acceptance. And it doesn't mean that we can't still work hard or work towards goals, but when these kind of things that we're doing are driven by the fear of not being enough, we end up just kind of reverse engineering that and deepening our, our lack of self-worth because we're pushing ourselves so hard to make ourselves feel like we are enough, that we're better, like that we're, the, we're, we're this best version of ourselves, but we're actually just deepening the other end of it, which is the the lack of self-worth because we're actually realizing that actually these things aren't the things that make me feel like I am this best version of myself that we talk about. But when you learn to face up to yourself, look at who you really are, accept who you are. As I said, you really go on a totally different journey of learning to boost your self-worth, learning to boost the amount of love that you show yourself, learning to boost your acceptance, boost your self-awareness and these things are great because they they kind of become a foundation of this self-improvement right and when you can really work on that foundation and kind of the three key areas to that are the self-awareness the self-acceptance and the self-love when you can build on those three areas you build a solid foundation for the rest of the work that you want to do on top of that because if the foundation isn't good enough if the foundation is not strong as if anything the rest of it can come crumbling down quite easily so I think when it comes to self-improvement, we should look at maybe shifting the idea of what that means in our minds. We should shift the idea of what is self-improvement and how do we approach it? Because it's great to you know push yourself as hard as you can in the gym or push yourself with your yoga or meditation or you know reading self-improvement books or wh- whatever it is. It's great to do all of that stuff. But if you're not actually putting you're learning from that into practice. You're not building that foundation of self-awareness, self-acceptance and self-love. And that's where the real work begins. And like I said, I've fallen into this trap. I, I remember last year um, around about May, June time, I, I, I was on this massive high for like three years because I've gone on this massive self-improvement journey. I was so, I felt so solid in my foundations and out of nowhere, for no particular reason, I was just completely knocked sideways and I felt lower or as low as I'd felt before that. And that's when I started to realize that actually the self-improvement as great as it is, you know, when it comes to your mental health, your physical health and all of these amazing things, your emotional health, your spiritual health is great. But if you don't have that foundation, then you can be found in a position that I was in where you actually find yourself feeling a lot worse than where you began or as worse or you know in that area because when you look within and you really start to take ownership about the way that you feel about who you are no matter who you are and how you show up in the world as long as you can take ownership of that and as long as to be honest you're not being a bit of a dick then more often than not you can learn to accept yourself for who you are regardless of what your past is regardless of the situations that are going on in your life regardless of any kind of you know, tough experiences that you may have had, any toxic relationships, problems at work, problems with family. If you can accept yourself 
in those moments for who you are and what you're trying to be in this world, that is the most radical thing you can do in this day and age, because we're kind of taught that we should go on this path of, you know, more social media followers or having the best holiday or the nicest car or the next big apartment or having the best degree or the best job or earning the most money. But actually, if you're always constantly chasing improvement in all of those areas, you're running away from the acceptance of where you are and what you're doing right now. And that is when the problems really do face up. So I hope that you can take a lot from this episode. I hope that you've enjoyed it. And I hope that you can also agree with some of what I'm saying. And if you do, I would love to hear from you. As always, you can hit me up on Instagram at I am Alex Manzi. Drop me a DM. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And let me know if, if you learn anything or if there's anything that that's sort of come across your mind that you'd like to share with me. I'd love to hear it. Um, and if this episode is something that you think one of your friends would really enjoy listening to or they really need to hear right now, then please share them the link or send them a screenshot because it's really important that we continue to kind of spread the word and the messages of episodes like this because I started this podcast to make a positive change and you could be a part of that by sharing this episode with someone you know today. So thank you again for listening. I'll catch you for the next episode. Until then, stay safe and I will see you soon. This podcast is produced by Unedited.